Greetings and welcome to the first official episode of the Antithesis of Superwoman. I am so excited to be sharing this journey with you. The title of this episode is The Antithesis of Superwoman. What? Where I'll explain why I started the podcast, my intent of the podcast, and where on earth I got this long title from. I'm your host, Von Fuller, and I'm also oh thankful you are right here with me. Let's get into it. Again, welcome. I said it before and I'll say it again. I am so excited that you're here with me. The intent of Antithesis of Superwoman is to offer consistent encouragement to anyone who can benefit from it. Here, I encourage us, because I'm speaking to myself with this podcast too, to move from surviving to thriving. This podcast is for the people who feel as though they're doing it all for everyone else. It's time for us to stop relax, take a deep breath, and make time to prioritize ourselves. In case you're still wondering if you've come to the right place, here are some additional examples of who I'm hoping will connect with this podcast. This is for those who are hard on themselves, for those who pack on guilt and shame because they weren't able to accomplish a thousand things in 24 hours, for those who feel like they strive and come up short of being perfect, whether it's the perfect parent, spouse, child, student, employer, employee, friend, and whatever other title you wear, if you can relate, this is a podcast for you. Now that I've identified who I want to encourage, I want to address a few things before I really get deep in today's episode. Here are three important details I want to share. One, I am not a licensed therapist. I am solely a person who is passionate about encouraging people to live their best lives. Two, I am a Christian, and while I will share personal experiences that will involve my beliefs, I will not force my beliefs on you in this podcast. And three, I identify as a woman. I'm surrounded by a lot of women, so a lot of my examples will be of women. However, men, please know that I am fully aware that we have supermen out there as well. And if you're feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders, but feel like you can't express it for some reason, then this podcast is for you. Now that we got the disclaimers out of the way, let's get into why I started this podcast. Honestly, this podcast was not my idea. I truly believe it came from God. It came randomly as a lot of the seeds he plants in my mind and heart are often delivered. I was on my way home from running errands, stopped at a red light when a title, The Antithesis of Superwoman, popped in my head, clear as day. Immediately followed by, this would be a good podcast. He knows he has to make it really clear for me. Antithesis. I pondered on a word. I knew the definition meant direct opposite from vocabulary quizzes back in high school but it's not a word I've used or even seen since. And let's just say it's been a long time since those days. So shout out to my memory, vitamins work. On the contrary, 
Superwoman is a word I use often. I've been blessed to be surrounded by phenomenal women of all age groups and diverse cultures who I lovingly call superwomen. They seem to be able to do it all. They are the ones where it seems not only do they get a thousand and one things done in a day, but they look flawless doing it. These women appear flawless in everyday life. I look up to them. I admire them. These are the women who just by living and being great, remind me that I am nowhere near close to the level of accomplishment they have, and I'm barely sleeping. So how in the world do they do all they do? I guess if I knew the answer to that, I would be doing it, huh? Now, let me give you a little insight into who I am and how me feeling at my lowest led me here at semi-acceptance because I have to be real. I'm not all the way there yet. So let's just start with the general basics. I'm sure you hear and see quite often. I am a Christian, wife, mother to, and full-time employee. In addition to that, I am a human, a Pisces, a micro-business owner, a living single super fan, and for those that don't know, it's a show that Friends was based on. I'm a proud HBCU graduate. That is a historically black college and university. A hard worker. A debt detester. An all-around goal-oriented person. And to those I know and those I don't know, I'm an encourager. But for now, we're going to focus on the hard worker and goal-oriented aspect of my overall being. For as long as I can remember, I've been career focused, even as a child. Yes, I wanted to be married and have kids, but first and foremost, I wanted to thrive in my career and wake up thrilled to go to work every day. I wasn't the type of child that daydreamed about weddings and kids' names and all of that. I was more so daydreaming about me wearing pinstripe suits to work with a bad leather suitcase. I was raised from an early age to never have to depend on anyone else for anything, both in wants and needs. And to say I took that lesson to heart would be an understatement. My main goal growing up and attending college was for me to get a good job so I didn't have to depend on anyone or ask anyone for anything. And let me clarify, I'm not saying I never had any help or that I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps because I'm a firm believer that even if it's just you and God, you aren't truly doing anything alone. But my mindset was, and maybe still is a little bit, if I could do it with just God and I, I would. And if someone did join to help, I did my best to make sure that there was some sort of benefit for them as well. Whether it was financial compensation or babysitting services, I was adamant that it would not just be a handout and you weren't going to be able to hold anything over my head. As Tupac says, it's a fair exchange. Disclaimer, that is a very adult song, so be warned if you decide to look that up. But in order to achieve my goals and not have to depend on others, I had to work hard. I know my story isn't rare. There are a lot of us out there who had to start from the bottom or near it and build a foundation without connections, without favors, without many resources and in a lot of instances without full knowledge. It's not an easy or perfect journey, but you made it, I made it, we made it. I didn't get to check off all my goals I had on my annual list, but I made a dent, and I achieved my main goal of not having to depend on anyone for much. Fast forward to 2018. 
I am married, working full-time, running a micro-business, and pregnant with my second child. It wasn't a planned pregnancy, but I expected it to be much like my first pregnancy, which meant I would still be able to do everything I did before I was pregnant with ease. Woo, y'all, I was wrong. I had never been so wrong in my entire life, ever, 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 ever. My second pregnancy didn't just sit me down, it laid me out, flat. It took everything in me just to get up and get to work. I could smell everything, and everything smelled terrible. I mean, everything. Grass, a banana, rain, wind, cooked food, uncooked food. I could barely keep anything down. If there was something I could eat one day, I couldn't eat it the next. I vomited so violently, okay, little TMI, sorry, but I vomited so violently that I burst blood vessels in both my eyes. Y'all, I look like I got in a fight and clearly lost, just straight molly walked. The doctor suggested I get put on an IV because I was so dehydrated and the pills they were giving me weren't helping. But the medicine they were going to use in the IV had minor side effects of heart conditions for the baby. So I declined and just decided to suffer for the betterment of the child that was literally beating me up from the inside out. I think Mother Teresa would be proud, right? Hopefully. At that time of my life, it took everything in me just to function on the basic wash and get out of the house level. So being productive was a big ask. I felt like a constant failure, a big, sick, constant failure. Remember how I mentioned earlier that I was a micro business owner? Micro meaning it was just me running the business. So when I went down, the business went down. I couldn't attend any vendor events. My plans to update my website and add all my inventory online wasn't going to happen with my energy in the negative. So I wasn't making any money. I wasn't building any new business connections. I couldn't even stay on the phone without getting sick. So maintaining those previously initiated business relationships wasn't possible either. Yet, in business, there are expenses. So while I wasn't able to bring money in, money was definitely going out. I also felt like a horrible parent because I was so sick. Basic stuff, like getting my child ready for daycare in the morning, took longer and longer. She was getting dropped off at daycare later and later. And sitting or standing in one spot to do her hair at night was a chore. And when I say chore, I mean like impossible chore. It felt like an insurmountable task each and every day. And this is when it happened. My breakdown and my breakthrough. I went in my closet where I usually spend my uninterrupted time with God. And I cried. And if y'all would know me, I'm not a big crier for real life situations. Now, if you get me in the movie theater, I'm most likely going to cry. But in real life, I'm not a big crier. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But anywho, I went to the closet and I broke down and I cried. I felt like my life was crumbling. I was behind on my work with no energy to catch up. 
I couldn't do anything with my business because I was so sick. I couldn't spend much time with my child because I couldn't stand the smell of the food she loved at the time, which was nuggets, nor could I move around much. And my child is full of energy. I was pretty much stuck in one room in my house due to smells attacking me at all other points of the house, which also meant the regular cleaning around the house wasn't getting done. And being that I love organization, the opposite of that causes anxiety and stress. And I love my husband, but cleaning and organizational skills are not his strength. But he has so many other strengths, though, so this is not a dig or a shake. Not to mention, I felt like a bad wife because I knew me being sick was taking a toll on him, too. He was being stretched thin as he was trying to care for a sick wife and a busy child, adding on responsibilities that I usually handled, but I just simply couldn't. So while all of these things and points of failure are running through my head like a play reel, I couldn't feel any lower as I ugly cry sitting on the floor of my closet. And I hear a voice say, and I love you just the same as I did when you were accomplishing. Y'all, the light bulb went off in my head. It never even dawned on me that part of the reason for this breakdown was because I determined my value and self-worth by my accomplishments and what I know I can offer to people. I ugly cried some more. But not because I was feeling low, but because I felt so humbled and enlightened. Humbled to be loved like that, truly, unconditionally. And while it's so deep, its concept is quite simple and enlightened because I learned something about myself that I didn't know. I never knew I was in some way equating love and acceptance with my performance. And for the record, let me clarify that while my mom and family expected me to perform well in my task, I never, ever, ever felt like their love was conditional or based on my performance success. This was something I placed on myself, seemingly subconsciously. Why? I don't know. I grew up around a lot of strong, intelligent, beautiful, career-oriented women. So maybe I felt like in order to feel like I could rightfully have a seat at the table when I grew up, I had to be accomplished. Not sure. I'm just thinking out loud. So I think it's safe to say that momentary breakdown was necessary to lead to my breakthrough. Although it's still a process of growth, knowing I am not my accomplishments and my accomplishments are not me. In other words, they do not define me, determine my value, my self-worth, nor do they give you a full picture of the person that is me. That realization helps a lot. It helped me so much that finally, after a few years of attempts, to get on the level of the superwomen around me and failing miserably, I came to accept or maybe had to accept that I was just not a superwoman. And guess what? That is my life. And that is okay. The world didn't collapse with my lack of superwoman title. Evil didn't win. We're still blessed to be walking and breathing. So back to the title. The title given to me hit home. But now it hits home in a way that is not and does not feel negative. Hello, my name is Vaughn, and I am the title, and the title is me. Not only am I not Superwoman, I am very much the direct opposite of Superwoman. And I have to be honest, although I accepted it a year or so ago, 
It took me some time to be okay with it because guess what? I am still surrounded by superwomen who accomplish major feats on a daily basis. And not only was I not doing that, I'm still not doing that. So when I finally came to the point of trying to accept it, aka right now in this very moment, what helped me is realizing that being the antithesis of superwoman doesn't mean that you're the villain. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It means you're human. It means that you deserve to not be on call for everyone else. It means that you should take a break, that your life, your home, your car, your bag won't be perfectly drawn out by a professional artist. I mean, let's be real. There's some big pros to being Superwoman. She's strong. She's beautiful. She saves a day. She never seems to have a money issue. And when she saves a day, she does it flawlessly. But there are also some major drawbacks on this as well. She is always on call for everyone else. She doesn't get holidays, vacation days, or sick days. If she wanted to start a family, it would be nearly impossible to have a healthy relationship with anyone because her partner would never be a priority, always coming second to saving the world. And she doesn't get to have children because, let's be real, they'd be emotionally pretty messed up with some serious abandonment issues. Do you ever see Superwoman watching a movie, eating ice cream with friends, or just strolling through the park appreciating the sunshine that's still around because she defeated a villain from taking over the world? When does she just get to enjoy the world she's saving for everyone else? When does she get to live in the present? And really, when does she get to sleep? Nobody's really talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure Superwoman got high blood pressure. The same questions go for Superman. When does Superman get his time to just be? Bro works two very demanding jobs and doesn't even get to go home to change. He has to change in a phone booth. And I know back in the day that seemed cool, but when you get grown and you see how tight, exposing, and dirty those phone booths are, you may rethink. So when I thought about it that way, being the antithesis of Superwoman or Superman isn't that bad. Hopefully, as I get ready to close this episode, you feel the same. You can lighten your load, whether that's physically, emotionally, or mentally. You can take time for you. It's okay to say no. That doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you selfish. It makes you a human. And I personally think that this world could use more happy, healthy, non-overwhelmed humans. Don't you? Before I close out this episode, I have three things I wanted to leave with you. One thing I call a beacon of encouragement. The second is an encouragement quote. And the third is an encouragement challenge. I'd like to do this every week. A beacon of encouragement is shining a spotlight on someone who's sticking it to the status quo and making a stand to do what's best for them. This person doesn't have to be famous or well-known. It can be someone you look up to or admire that lives in your neighborhood. I actually want you to be a part of this and feel free to send me your Beacon of Encouragement nominations and a little explanation why you've nominated them so I can read it. I think that would be pretty awesome. So today's Beacon of Encouragement is YouTube star Lily Singh. I have to be honest, I haven't heard of her until recently, super randomly, but it turns out on YouTube she used to go by the name Superwoman. I say used to because in August of 2019, she decided, in her words, 
It feels right to give thanks to the moniker Superwoman and to lay the cape to rest. Her reason why, in quote, Today, my biggest and best superpowers lay within Lily, and thus Lily I shall be, end quote. How powerful is that? She realized her strength wasn't coming from being Superwoman, but by simply being herself and her best self. And that act of realization is exactly what I'm trying to achieve, and pray I can encourage all of you to achieve it with me. The encouragement quote of the day is, people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do by Rob Siltonen. I'm hoping all of us, I'm including myself, can meditate on this quote throughout the week. Our encouragement challenge this week, because I will be participating in this myself, is to find one thing physical and one thing non-physical to compliment ourselves on each day this week. If you need to set an alarm on your phone or write a sticky note and place it somewhere where you'll always see it, make sure you do that. We'll circle back and check in on how we did. And with that, I want to thank all of you for listening to my first official episode. I'm so happy, y'all. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, join the Encouragement Crew and click subscribe. I can't wait to meet you back here next week for episode two. You won't want to miss it. If you have encouragement topics you want me to discuss, feel free to email them to me at antithesissw at gmail.com. That is A-N-T-I. T-H-E-S-I-S-S-W at gmail.com. On IG, follow me at antithesis underscore of underscore superwoman or Twitter at antithesis S. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much. Bye.